Hello, and welcome to the very first podcast from Friends of Madagascar Mission. My name is Karen, and I will be hosting these episodes. All of our episodes will be short, under 10 minutes. Think of these as short educational adventures as we explore the people of Madagascar and the work that is being done there in the name of Jesus Christ. Today we are going to meet the founder and executive director of Friends of Madagascar Mission, Pastor David Lurseth. Pastor Lurseth, hello. Uh, thank you, Karen. Uh, I'm pleased to be a, a part of the first podcast focusing on Friends of Madagascar Mission. Let's start at the beginning. Tell us why you started Friends of Madagascar Mission and what it is that the organization does. Well, in answer to your two questions, uh, why I started Friends of Madagascar Mission, that's an interesting story even to me uh, to see how God works in our lives and prepares us uh, during our life for service uh, with the gifts and talents that we have as individuals. Um, I had a satisfying and fulfilling career serving in uh, three parishes, an assistant to a bishop in Iowa and working at the National Church uh, uh, raising money for global mission, and then came something called retirement, and um, I it, it just came upon me that I wasn't through working. I had another career to do, and God had been preparing me through all my all I had done in serving in parishes and in in church related organizations, and I and I I had gained all these skills, um, managerial skills and dealing with people and organization uh, and cr being creative. Uh, and so I felt called and I felt prepared, uh, and it was God's doing, and God had prepared me through all of my career for this last chapter of my life to be uh, creator of Friends of Madagascar Mission. The second part of the question is, what is the organization for? What do we do? Uh, we began in... Uh, 2009 with being organized and then the program developed in 2010 and we had three programs and we were really thought we were really uh, doing great and we raised about two to three thousand dollars the first year and it was centered around evangelism and some humanitarian goals. The first program was uh, evangelists and we started supporting three uh, and that has grown and grown so that now there's 62 evangelists and we're hoping to get to 100 within a not too far distant future. Uh, secondly, uh, we supported a feeding program at Izeda Hospital. It was a hospital created for the purpose of mission uh, to bring the gospel to people with medical care as well. So people would come to the hospital and, and they would see and experience Christian love and care. And so they had a program there that um, would provide food for people who would not come to the hospital. Because in, in Madagascar, as in many African nations, they do not have a food service at the hospital. And the families have to bring the food. And there are little shacks around the hospital where families will then live and do the cooking and bring the food in to, to the patient at the hospital. And so if people don't have the food, they don't come to the hospital. And so it was a program created to help bring um, people to the hospital, and so they would provide uh, the basic stable of the people of Madagascar, which is rice, and secondly, a protein, which would come in several forms, depending upon what was the most available uh, for them to give. 
and that would bring people to the hospital, and, and they would run this program and share. And the third one was the prisons in Madagascar, some of the, the uh, worst prisons in the world, uh, and, and the ministry of the gospel was brought in there and using local congregations with the pastors and, and people to come and to teach and, and to serve and to teach confirmation and all the kinds of things that would happen within a ministry of the gospel. And, and so that started with one prison, and currently we're at 32 prisons. So that's a kind of a, a picture of now uh, eight major programs that are operating, plus many projects. We've re rebuilt Bible schools. We're now in the process of rebuilding uh, um, or building new and, and remodeling a, a, a clinic, medical clinic for the uh, Malagasy Lutheran Church medical program. Uh, and so there's just a wide range. Uh, there's no limit to what kinds of programs we could do other than the resources to support them. How many people are involved with Friends of Madagascar Mission? Friends of Madagascar Mission has a broad network of people that are involved. First of all, there's our board of directors, which currently has nine members uh, from around the country. Um, we meet mostly uh, virtually now, uh, and, and so we can have people that can serve, live in a long ways away, and we don't have to pay for uh, airline tickets for them to come. Uh, so w we have nine people that help to give direction, develop policy, establish the budget, and do the review of what we're doing. Then we have our supporting people, the donors that support financially, and that includes uh, many congregations, probably 100 or so congregations that are doing that. Uh, and then maybe 300 individuals that are supporting um, uh, Friends of Madagascar Mission. And we also receive some uh, funds from, from grants. Um, then there's um, our staff. Uh, we have five people on our staff uh, that are located around one in Florida, one in northern Minnesota, one in Iowa, one in Australia, and myself living in, in Minnesota. And again, we meet virtually. I have never met a, uh, our staff person in, in Australia in person, but I feel like I know him as a brother in Christ. And, and, and it's a great way in which uh, we have the use of the virtual uh, means to communicate and build our network. So Friends of Madagascar Mission is a complex uh, assortment of all kinds of networks that come together to accomplish what we need to do. So tell me, what is unique about Friends of Madagascar Mission? I like to say that Friends of Madagascar Mission is a rather unique nonprofit organization. There are three points that I want to make about that. Number one is that we guarantee that 100% of a donation from a donor is going to go to the program. Nothing is taken out of the dollars that people give to, to pay for staff or pay for our administrative costs. And so that's a guarantee that we think is very unique. Secondly, uh, we don't run anything. I uh, was at a convention, and a woman came up to our display, and she said, so tell me, what do you do in Madagascar? And I uh, responded with an alarming response to her. I said, we don't do anything. And she said, well, then what are you here for? And I said, we're here to tell you about the people in Madagascar who serve and do the mission, and we support them financially, but we do not run the program. They are in charge of their mission. We are there to support them financially because they are one 
of the poorest nations in the world. I just heard the other day that they rank second now in 2024, the second poorest nation, nothing to brag about, but they're a very poor nation and they do not have the resources. And so we help to provide prayer and financial support and evaluation and discussion with them about programs. The third thing then is that our staff is not paid. I have never received a penny in, 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 for paying for a salary or for my expenses. I just recently returned from Madagascar, and I paid for my airfare there. I paid for my stay there, my food there, my travel there. Uh, and, and that's a part of my gift to mission. Uh, I can give a, in many ways, but that's one way, and that's what all of our staff people, they, they donate their time and their talents and their, their, their resources. As we conclude today's episode, tell the people listening how they can learn more about Friends of Madagascar Mission. I'd like to suggest to you that if you want to learn more about Friends of Madagascar Mission, uh, you can go to our website. It's www.madagascarmission.org. And you can learn about why we are involved in mission, statements of, of belief, and then you can go to the uh, section on how to become involved. And you can learn about all these programs, which I have alluded to. Secondly, you can sign up on our website uh, to receive our newsletter. You don't have to be a donor. You can just sign up and say, I'd like to get your newsletter. And, uh, and then we'll begin to, to provide that for you on a quarterly basis that uh, reviews the programs, tell you about the newest programs and, and interviews and, and the stories about people and how they've been affected as a result of Friends of Madagascar Mission. Lastly, Pastor Lurseth, would you please lead us in a closing prayer? Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you that you have called us to mission. We pray that you would help each of us to understand that we have a gift to give. It may be our time, it may be our talent, it may be our possessions, but everyone has a gift. God has given all of us talents and we pray that we would use them in our own life, with our family and friends, with our congregation, in our state, nation, and, of course, to the ends of the earth around the world. We pray that you would bless everyone who is willing to serve, that it may be to your glory and your honor that the gospel message of Jesus Christ may be shared and that people may come to faith. And we believe this and we ask it in your holy name. Amen.